Hey there, this is the Penny on Your Thoughts podcast, and I am your host, Penny Chason. I'm a board-certified hypnotist, intuitive, and experiencer. This podcast is about tapping into your subconscious to create a more aligned and abundant life. By leveraging our subconscious, we can master our thoughts, frequency, and vibration. Fusing the conscious, subconscious, and our consciousness is the science of expansion and soul satisfaction. Each week, I'll share in-depth interviews or solo episodes. This podcast was created to share how you have the power to create infinite potential within you. It's my intention that you find this podcast empowering, inspiring, and full of possibility. Now grab your favorite beverage and let's go. We've all seen it on TV, the episode where there's a character who has committed some crime and they attempt to blame it on the hypnotist that they went to for insomnia. Or there's the stage show that we went to in high school or college and we saw our friends take a bite out of an onion because the hypnotist told them that it was an apple and it would taste like an apple. It leaves a feeling of mind control and I totally get it, but I'm going to share with you some secrets behind that because in a way, hypnosis is mind control because it is the way that you can assume ultimate control of your own mind, but someone else can not control you. Let's dive into this a little bit. When there is a stage hypnosis show, the hypnotist calls for volunteers. Our brain has what's called a protective mechanism. And when someone volunteers to go up on stage, they are consenting to have fun, to do wild and crazy things, and to be able to have a laugh about it. The other key piece is at the end of the stage hypnosis show, the hypnotist will usually say something like, and when you leave here tonight, you'll have no memory of what's happened here. Your family and your friends, they'll come up to you and they'll ask you about this or they'll ask you about that and you're going to have no recollection of it whatsoever. That gives the participants a get out of jail free card. Okay, they can just say, I have no idea what you're talking about. Now, can a command for amnesia be given in hypnosis? Sure, but in my training and everything that I have ever read, that suggestion only lasts about 48 hours. The mind is going to remember what the mind is going to remember. It just really is that way. And I have worked with hundreds of clients that I have taken into the same deep states of hypnosis that are required for stage hypnosis to be fun and effective and realistic and never had an issue. My clients emerge from hypnosis. They remember the conversations. They remember the insights. They remember vividly the memories that may have been recalled. So, no. 
a suggestion for amnesia is not lasting. So knowing that you can go into something and you can be wild and outrageous and crazy and have fun. And at the end, the hypnotist is going to tell everyone that you're not going to remember a darn thing that you did, which gives you free reign to be as wild and as crazy as you want in hypnosis. People are going to follow along, except for one exception. Our brain, remember I mentioned we have a protective mechanism. So when we give permission, we're like, yeah, I'll do this wild and crazy extroverted stuff. But we do have a protective mechanism. And there is a, a long-standing story in hypnosis history about a woman who was a somnambulist, which means she could be taken deep into hypnosis and she would stay there. Um, and someone had become aware of her somnambulist gift is what I'll call it and connected with the couple and they attempted to give this woman suggestions to do something that she would not ordinarily do and she did not follow through on those suggestions but I'm going to do you one better I'm going to tell you a story that I witnessed myself that left me knowing without a doubt that when I tell people hypnosis is not mind control, I can stand behind it. Because in everything we do, there is awareness. In everything we do, there is a protective mechanism. And in everything that we do, there is choice. Because in hypnosis, subconsciously, whether or not something aligns with our morals, ethics, and values, and what we believe is needed to keep us safe, that is going to drive our choice in hypnosis. It was 2014, I think it would have been like December, January 2014. I went to a stage hypnosis show in Manchester, Connecticut. I lived in Connecticut at the time and I invited a couple of girlfriends and my husband. I'm like, let's go to the stage hypnosis show. And they're like, oh, that's weird. And I'm like, no, no. I said, I want to go as a hypnotist because I'd only been practicing not even a year at that point. And I said, I want to see what the deal is. I've never seen a stage hypnosis show live, and I want to see what I can take away from it and bring into my own practice. So we're in this comedy club. People have filed in. Their seats down low to the front. We were at a table up at the back, and they have the stage, and the guy is down there, and He's calling people up. He, he's starting to talk a little bit about hypnosis, a little bit about the show and calling up volunteers. They had 12 or 15 chairs on the stage. And people start filtering up on stage. And as he continues to talk, he is periodically saying things like, you're just focusing on my words as I talk to everyone else, you're paying attention. And it was very subtle. But he was saying these things. People were getting up on stage and they were actually listening to him. Within a minute, they were already starting to get into rapport with him and follow his instructions. There was one woman that kept reaching in her pocket. She kept taking out her phone. She's looking at her phone. She's looking at her friends and he motion to his helper to escort her off the stage. He escorted her off the stage 
because she wasn't paying attention. And that is the first thing that is required in the hypnosis. Just pay attention. Listen to the sound of my voice. Hear the words I'm saying to you. So as things continue, he's talking, he's doing his group induction, and people are in their chairs. And there is this one guy I told my husband, I said, I can't decide if the guy is just deep in hypnosis or if he's drunk when he got here because he was literally sliding out of the chair. And he was a really comical, comical guy. So he has all of his volunteers up there. And then he asked the entire audience to stand. Now, I fall into a category of high hypnotizables. I am easily suggestible. So when I watch news, if I go on social media, when I'm scrolling through ads on Facebook and Instagram, I intentionally put on my critical thinking hat. Okay. So he has everybody stand up. So everybody's standing up and he has everybody put their hands together. Now in hypnosis, we call this a suggestibility test, but it can also be used as an induction because keep in mind, the hypnotist has been embedding suggestions for going into a hypnotic state from the moment he started speaking. So at that point, what he was about to do next becomes a compounding induction for the people who have been listening and paying attention up to that time or for people who were highly hypnotizable like me so i knew what he was going to do now if you're not driving you can do this and follow along with me and you can just see what happens and when we're done i'm going to go ahead and tell you now when we're done i'm just going to tell you to take your hands apart there's not going to be any suggestion or embedded command here you put your hands together you cross your thumbs over one another. And what I want you to do is with your hands together, I want you to imagine that your palms are pressing tighter and tighter together. Your palms are pressing tighter and tighter together. It's very interesting how very tightly your hands are pressing together. They're pressing so tightly together. It's as if your hands were in a vice. It's as if your hands were in a vice. They're so tight. They're so tight. And if you're on YouTube and you're watching this video, you see my hands are white knuckled right now. Now you can take your hands apart and let them relax. But at the end of what that hypnotist did, my hands were white knuckled just like this, which meant I was easily suggestible. I was highly suggestible. At that point, he said, if your hands are clasped together and you could not pull your hands apart when I told you to, I want you to remain standing, everybody else down. So my husband and my two girlfriends are looking at me and I'm standing there with my hands squished together, white knuckled. And I looked at my hands, I looked up at the stage and I internally, I said, nope. And I took my hands apart and I sat down. In that moment, I was in lighter stages of hypnosis. Period, end of discussion. I was in lighter stages of hypnosis. Now hand clasp induction takes two to three minutes. And when you do it with a group or an individual, you do it differently, but for 15 seconds, I walked you through that just so you get the idea of what was happening there. So my husband and two girlfriends look at me, they're like, no, no, you have to stay standing up. He said to stay standing if your hands are clasped together. I said, this girl is not going up on that stage. 
So now I'm sitting down. So that's example one. But what about when you're in deeper states of hypnosis? Like when you're somebody who thinks that an onion is an apple and you're taking bites out of it, or you're a teenager and the hypnotist says you're on your bicycle and you're riding down the street and you go past a cop, wave at the cop, and instead the teen on stage flips the bird at this imaginary cop they're driving past on the stage, right? So the hypnotist begins to give suggestions for the show. The show gets started and he starts very simple and they're out on the beach and it's so hot on the beach. Oh my gosh, that sun is so warm and people start fanning and he's giving all these suggestions for how hot and how warm it is and they're all fanning and he's, oh my gosh, you better put on your sunscreen. Get your sunscreen on. Get out your sunscreen. Okay, rub your sunscreen on your arms. Be sure to rub it on your face and He's got people rubbing themselves all over their body, putting on the sunscreen. Then he says, I want you to turn to the person next to you and help them put on their sunscreen. There was this beautiful girl. My guess, she probably grew up in, in the Mediterranean. Absolutely gorgeous. She was wearing a romper. So from mid-thigh down, her legs were bare. There was a man sitting on either side of her. Before they went into hypnosis, the guys knew the girl was sitting between them. It's like the, the mind remembers. When he says, turn to the person next to you and help them put on their sunscreen, these two guys both turned to this girl and started rubbing her legs. She sat bolt upright just like that and looked around. And the assistant cued the hypnotist. The hypnotist turned and looked and he gave her a suggestion to close her eyes and go back deeply um, into hypnosis. And she's just sitting there looking. He had the assistant escort her off the stage. What happened there? She consented to go up on that stage and to have a wild and crazy and fun time. She did not consent to be touched and to especially be touched by a man that she did not know. She took herself out of hypnosis. I can say with absolute and complete conviction that hypnosis is not mind control. If there is something happening that goes against your morals, your ethics, your beliefs. Professional hypnotists who work with clients to facilitate change in their lives we do not do things like this. Now, let me back that up just a second. This gentleman who did the stage hypnosis show, he also had a hypnosis practice. He used his shows to advertise his practice and get clients in his practice. But what he did in his hypnosis practice was professional. It was not stage hypnosis. So as certified professionals in hypnosis, we're helping people to facilitate change, to think better, to see things in a new perspective and in a new light, in a way that aligns with the person's desires. So hypnosis is not, is not mind control unless you're using hypnosis to control your own mind. You are actually choosing to use hypnosis to master your thoughts, to master your perceptions, and to 
untangle, unravel, let go of limiting beliefs, behaviors, and perceptions that aren't serving you. I really hope that you enjoyed this video. My next hypnosis certifications are coming up in 2024. You can hit the link in the description or the show notes to get the details for the next professional hypnosis certification. No, I do not teach stage hypnosis, but this is a good foundation for you to then take that next step. If stage hypnosis is something that excites you and entertains you, uh, then you can absolutely do that. But click the link in the description below. Go check out the details. I only do these a few times a year and these seats are limited. It is 100% virtual, but it is also live. So you get to interact with me and we get to go on this journey of taking you to a place where you can facilitate massive change in other people's lives. I would really love to see you there. I hope you can feel my appreciation and gratitude for you, my listener. I would love to connect with you outside of the podcast platform. There are a few ways that you can do that. If you're not already on my email list, you can go to pennychason.com forward slash myth and download the Big Mindset Myth PDF. Or you can go to Instagram and follow me at penny.chason. You can connect with me there. I would love to see you there. And of course, you could always head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a positive review of this episode. I appreciate you and I will see you back here 